Get my screens together. This is so awkward to do it over, <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> but also, Dom, is that like the exact shirt she had? So this isn't the exact shirt. I actually thought it was a Hawaiian shirt, but it actually looks more like one of those like weird '90s art shape shirts. I think. Where did you get so, this? That's the exact so shirt. So Yeah, it is. I, yeah, no, when I saw, I actually got it from Zara. So when I went to Zara, I just, I saw it on the rack and I had seen the trailer for the show. And I was like, that's Rob's shirt. Like, that's a Rob's shirt. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I have to get it. Like, I don't, I didn't plan on like dressing up as her or as a character, but I was like, oh, why would I pass up the opportunity to yeah. not do that? Yeah. You, you and the shirt were like, we see each other. So we see each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As soon as you said that we were going to be recording, I was like, okay, well, I never pass up an opportunity to like get dressed up so i'm like i'm gonna do some cosplaying today yes that's what i decided to do (laughs) okay guys welcome back to another episode of girls interrupted um i'm shannon in houston i'm annie in la and we have a special guest returning the first Uh person to come back we have dom dj dom top celestial millennial Zoe Kravitz aficionado today. <laughs> yeah, super fan, super fan. And he is in full cosplay of Rob's character, Rob yes. uh, Brooks. She's Rob Brooks. Yes. 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 No, first, first episode pre-coffee save. Ooh, you're right. Oh. You know, I almost, I almost. <laughs> the coffee and I was like, I was like, you know what? The that? band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big band-aid. I was like, I don't know. That that seems like a little much. I'll, I, I'll keep it. Yeah. I, you know I what? I might it. end up, I might spill this on myself. So we'll just. Oh, it. he's holding a whiskey neat for the yeah. audio recording. He's holding a whiskey neat. <laughs> yeah. Because that's her drink of choice. Oh, oh, oh no, Morty. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Morty as well. Um, yeah, that is her drink. She, she loves that. She loves oh. that drink. And so do I. That is a rough so drink. Is that even a thing that the that Rob Gordon drinks? The John Cusack for Rob Gordon? Oh, I think so. Yeah. There was a lot of like there was a lot of similarities. Like there was a ton. They really, really made it. They really, you know, worked closely with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if John Cusack was on. I'm not sure if he was a producer for the show. No, it doesn't. Oh, but Nick Hornby, the author of the book, book was a producer for the TV show. Okay. Oh, no way. Yeah. And then John Cusack was actually writing for the movie. So cool. he also wrote and was oh. in it too. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't say anything yet about, about what we're doing today, but we're doing High Fidelity oh, yeah. 2000 versus 2020. And actually, John was the first person to tell me that uh, the TV show was coming out. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, your influence. I know, I know like Zoe Kravitz news five days before the rest of the world. <laughs> I, I don't know how I find these things out the, when I do, but I somehow always get the news first. So I was like, That's incredible. Yes. And I told everyone, I was like, oh my God, Zoe Kravitz has a new show. She's going to be a star of it. It's high fidelity. It's going to be a remake. It's all female. 
or not all female, but it's a yeah. female lead. Yeah. Can um, I ask what was what's like the first thing that you've ever like? Where did you first learn about Zoe? <laughs> so I was actually thinking about it this morning. <laughs> I it's the barber shop I used to go to in Clear Lake with my dad. Like every Saturday was like tradition. Me and my brother and my dad we would go get haircuts after we did like our chores, our Saturday chores. So like laundry, cleaning up the house. Sometimes we would mow the lawn and stuff. Um, then we would go to the barbershop and it just, we, a boy's day is basically what it was. And there was a nylon magazine. This is actually my first time seeing a nylon magazine because uh, women used to come and drop off magazines because it was like half a barbershop, half a hair salon. Mm-hmm. So the women would just bring like their old nylons, their old Vogue's and there was a spread and I just remember seeing her and I was just like, who is this person? And she looked exactly like Lisa Bonet. So I was like, and I was obsessed with Lisa Bonet at yes. this point. Uh-huh. But like, I think this is also at the beginning stages of the internet. So this is before you could just like Google someone and like figure out their whole life. So like 2005 <laughs> or like when? It had to be 2005 or something like that. Cause I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Okay. So it was like 2005, 2006. And I just remember seeing yeah, spread of hers and like reading about her. And I was like, okay, she's my new favorite person. And <laughs> at the time she had a band called Elevator Fight. This is before Lola Wolf. I've never heard of Elevator Fight. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's actually real. it's really good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there's any like um, studio versions out like on Spotify or Apple Music, but there's live versions on YouTube of their music. Love it. Did she yeah. have straight hair? No, bra- no braids. So this was like the... Uh, the bangs and the long hair and it kind of curls at the end. It was in that movie. She was around the time that she started in that movie with like 50 Cent and... Um, Ooh, wait. I don't it's remember the name of it. Bringing up a weird memory. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what happened in that I'm gonna, movie? <laughs> I'm going to look it up super fast because it's going to bug me. But she uh-huh. had like this small part in this movie and she had the same exact hair. It was like the long, um, like long straight but then curly at the end and then the bangs. It was, it was a good it's movie. not like a New York teen movie, right? It is a New York teen. I think it's like teens in New York. <laughs> no, like that's not the name of it. But this is the weird movie. The weird uh, memory I'm well, having. Well. Yes, ill. Okay, yeah, he's in that movie. His butt's in that movie. <laughs> that's the weird memory. It has <laughs> a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. He like there's like a sex scene, and I, I didn't want to see Fifty Cent's butt, but I saw it. But yeah, twelve. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yes, Fifty Cent. Emma, yeah. What? Rory Culkin. I forgot. I tried to suppress it. that dom. She's in it. I know. Yeah, she's in it. She's at. The, she's like the very end. I think in the very beginning, and then at the very end, it's like a very small part. But she's one of. She's like the popular black girl. She's okay. The black okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a popular black friend at the end. I don't even know if her character had a name. To be honest. Damn. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least she's finally getting like her time to be like a fully developed character and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like as a fully developed character, yes, but also like we get to see like her full personality and her coolness just like shine, like yeah. <laughs> in like yeah. a in like six hours of time. How how right. long was that content? That was like six hours where I feel like we it was like we, about thirty minutes an episode, yeah, mm-hmm. and like ten episodes, maybe like five hours. But it's just very exciting to see her just be as cool as she is. Because it's a long it's a long time coming. She's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, a lot she's of been big doing parts. That, like, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really refreshing to see her play like a, a char- like a main character that has like so much depth and like she's pretty, she's gorgeous, but she's not like she's an asshole. Like her character's an asshole. So that was really nice to see. Um, Love it. 
on very screen. New York effortless cool. Don't yeah. know that she's grown up to be <laughs> perfect casting. She was Lisa Bonet's baby, and I love yeah. that. It, I love the connection. Like it wasn't just a random person. Like this was Lisa Bonet's child, and she's not gonna play Lisa Bonet's like, character. She's Rob now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I love that. I love that. But I, I loved how they both had locks. Like yes. I don't know. Yes, that, that was like a big thing for me because you don't see a lot of like black women with locks yeah. playing a main character on anything. Yeah. So the fact that like yeah, her Whoopi's, mother... Whoopi's been sitting down for a while, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, definitely back in the 90s, like seeing Whoopi and seeing Lisa Bonet, I was like, oh my God, they're gorgeous. They're cool. And they have locks. Like I want to be them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I became them. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, before we started recording, I sent both of these guys a Pitchfork article that came out. It came out the day that High Fidelity was dropped. February 14th. Um, and basically say, it says, we didn't need the High Fidelity TV show. That's the title. <laughs> That's the title, which says, which says, it, like, it says its point. And it's arguing that the show shouldn't exist. Like, that's what the title says to me before I even started reading it. Um, and I mean, the article has some some points about why maybe people who are obsessed with the, the, the original wouldn't like the remake. But we definitely do need the show. Like, <laughs> um, like they're basically saying that uh, that it wasn't remade well because the character of Rob is supposed to be so inherently like toxic and masculine and that it doesn't translate well when Zoe does it. Um, and I mean, Zoe's, it is not the same show. It's not the same story from movie to, to TV. It's definitely different. Like the tone is different. The, the show is a lot uh, lighter. It's, you know, cause it's, it's for TV. So it's more like a sitcom. It's, it's shorter. It's funnier. It's going to be a little bit cheesier because you're taking something from the nineties to the 2020 or from something from something from the 2000s to 2020. There's, you know, a little bit of cheesiness when you have like Instagram and Shazam and things like that. But I mean, I think it, they updated it well. And, you know, I, I would say like immediately, Zoe's Rob is a thousand times more likable where what does make the original so funny uh, is that he's a dick, like the worst. (laughs) He's a dick from the immediate beginning. Whereas like, I don't think women are allowed to be that mean on camera or I don't know if like the dynamic dynamics like set up the same, you know, like a woman who's like obsessed with relationships and a man who's obsessed with relationships, but the man can't see what he did, what he's doing to sabotage relationships. Like it doesn't work out the same way. You know, they're not the same kind of asshole. And, you know, they're different stories They're different stories, but I I definitely think we need both. And I appreciate that we have both versions. Um, I'm never going to be mad at black and brown people getting the chance to be on camera (laughs) and queer people getting, you know, characters as well. So we do need both (laughs) is what I would say. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like creative liberty. Hello. I don't yeah. know. I liked it. It's a different take. They're different, and I feel like you know the 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 people who are obsessed with the original, probably you know white men who relate to that. Um, maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe they don't see themselves in the TV show. But you know what? I don't see myself in a lot of TV shows that I have to relate to, or a lot of media that I have to relate to, and I get along with it just fine. So don't be mad that there's something for 
other people to relate to. I don't know, you know? <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I feel about it too, because it's like when I watched, because I had seen it a long time ago, like when I was a kid. So I didn't like remember it uh-huh. um, that much. But when I watched it re- yesterday, um, it was interesting to me because they're, you know, in New York and it doesn't look very diverse. Like it, if it was, if I was like, 26 back in the day when it came out and I saw it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't resonate with me um, the same way the show does, even though I'm like a hardcore like music fan. I'm like super into pop culture. I love music. I collect records. So I identify a lot with like those characters Mm -hmm. as far as like their interest. Um, Even one of the quotes, I wrote it down. It was like, um, uh, what was it? It was a, Basically, it was just saying, like, you know, the things that you're interested in are more important than, like... Who you are. <laughs> who you are, basically. And I was like, no, I totally agree. I agree I with that. that too. Yes, that's and a, that, I, like, yeah. I, that resonated with me super hardcore. <laughs> so it's, like, me watching this film and hearing that line and being like, oh, shit, me too. But then not seeing a single person on the screen who looks like me. I mean, yeah, you yeah. have Lisa Bonet, but... But but after he has sex with her, he immediately walks off and talking about Laura or whatever. I'm like, right. but what about Lisa Bonet? Like, right. <laughs> you just saw you know? Lisa Bonet, you want to think about somebody else. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. It's it's an issue that's been brought up recently, you know, how light-skinned women always are, like, the pinnacle in Hollywood of Black women and, like, how that's portrayed. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, as refreshing as it was to see Lisa Bonet in that film, it's, like... True, true, true. Oh, we're in New York City. Let's see some dark-skinned people. Let's yeah. see some, like, you know... Oh, the movie? I think the movie is in Chicago. Oh, it's in Chicago. Okay. In, which should still be have Black people. <laughs> Chicago's hella Black, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's, like, if you're going to make a movie about music, then... You know, Marvin Gaye was talked about a lot mm-hmm. throughout the film, but why was there no characters who look like Marvin Gaye throughout the film? <clears throat> Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's why I think it's necessary to have the modern version because it speaks to all those people who watched High Fidelity now or back in the day yeah. and didn't really relate or it didn't resonate with them how uh-huh. it resonated with, like, the target audience because... Yeah. You know, music is universal. We all love music, so. Yes, and it's like, you know, if you're pissed off because you can't see yourself in this, well, get over it because, you know, it's not your time now, okay? It's our no. time now. <laughs> Let yeah. us live. Let us have something. You have <laughs> literally, talk? you have everything else. You have the original. Go back to that. <laughs> and imagine if they had remade this movie, like, to the T. It would be so exhausting to watch this, oh, his character in 2020, nobody wants to hear like a basically kind of an incel type character. Oh, he was um, canceled the first That episode. would be the worst thing. So I'm glad we have, you know, the 2000s version. Let's put that in a vault. Please never yeah. try to make that the way they, don't try to do that again. <laughs> we have that. We love that. Love it. Now we have this, which I think is an improvement. And like, yeah. I, I, I'm for it. I think we definitely need it. I don't know if like they would have been happier if they just like changed the name or something, but you know, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. I guess we should uh, get into the movie. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the movie first, and then we'll dive into the TV show. Um, so High Fidelity was a book first uh, by Nick Hornby. So that's the guy who wrote About a Boy, which is also a movie with the guy from Skin, the like the guy from the first season of Skins, and he's like singing mystical in that movie. You should go watch it. <laughs> 
I feel like I've seen it. it. It's ringing a bell. Yes, yes. It's got Hugh Grant in it. Um, okay, so High Fidelity came out in 2000. Um, directed by Stephen Frears. Uh, John Cusack was on, in part with the screenplay. Um, there's a lot of smart one-liners in here, which I'm sure are from the book as well, but just really good writing. I think I like the, I like the snarkiness and the writing a lot of the movie. Um, I don't know if I like it better than the uh, TV show, but I really like it in the movie. Um, so it's starring John Cusack, Jack Black, Lisa Bonet, and Joel Carter. Uh, Joan Cusack was in there. I don't see the guy who played Dick. I'm trying to find him. Mm-hmm. I think that's Todd Luiso. Okay. Um, and yeah, we can get into it. So basically for both the movie and the TV show, the music is its own character. And I just love that. The music, the snarky attitude, things like that. Um, and the breaking of the fourth wall. I love, you know, very iconic. So he starts off, he's breaking up with Laura. And, you know, that leads him to start talking about his top five breakups in chronological order, order, which are Allison, Penny, Jackie, Charlie, Sarah. He's like, Laura, you're not even a top 10. Um, you know, he's a moody, straight white man who's kind of entitled to, he feels entitled to women. Is that, is that right to say that? Yeah, he's very, very <laughs> angry. Like the vitriol is very strong. Um, so Allison was a a middle school, high school girlfriend. And we see him as, we see Drake Bell playing him. Yes. (laughs) Full cut. Um, And basically, you know, she cheated. I don't know. She kissed someone else. And um, so that was his, one of his big heartbreaks. He had 10 top breakups. Would you have that? (laughs) At 26, he had 10 top breakups. I would have maybe three. I don't have 10 exes, though. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I couldn't get anybody to date me. <laughs> I think we're I think we're in like a dating apocalypse. Cause when I would watch movies like this, I would be like, oh wow, by the time I'm, you know, 30, I'm gonna have like all these crazy relationships and things like that. But we don't really do yeah. all that. Anymore. I thought I'd be engaged by now. Right. When I was a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd be a mom. I'd be like, Yeah, I was right. supposed to have like eight Starting kids. A family. Eight? Yeah. yeah. I say I wanted so many kids. No, he's, he's got a really cool apartment. They both have really cool apartments. His was that, purple. I'm like her. owning a record store. They're, the I'm like, job. but how do they have enough money? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> to afford those apartments. Especially when they were so mean to their, uh, their patrons. Like they're like not even selling them things. <laughs> they have two employees, one manager, two employees. It's like, mm. yes, yes, yes. And his totally store, fair. his store was way bigger than hers was. But I guess that's Chicago. I don't know if that if that was <laughs> probably just more budget too for the movie. I don't know. True. True. Yeah. Almost. Also, definitely in her case more because it's like, do people still? Yeah. I mean, I know people. people oh, the time present company. Yeah, they, yeah. We buy records and stuff. But... Yeah, but everyone would use Amazon or something. That'd be yeah. like the big. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that was the first one. And then and Penny, and I feel bad for, it's Penny, right? When she comes back, Penny. So this was the college or maybe oh. maybe high school girlfriend. Um, and basically he was like, she doesn't put out and she's this nice girl. Um, 
So now you're just really like, oh, he's an asshole, asshole. Like, and this doesn't work the same way for, uh, for Zoe's Rob, uh, because when she's portraying it and she's, I guess this kind of happens with the, the first guy she goes on a date with, um, Clyde, Clyde. um, yeah. where she like gets him to start or they like are going to have a one night stand sort of thing. It doesn't work in the same way because men like what, or generally speaking, men would like a, a one night stand or be more into something just physical. Whereas poor Penny, you know, she later on says that she wasn't even ready to, to, to have sex. So he's being a predator kind of. <laughs> I I had a big issue with that scene because it was like a room full of guys and then the girls and they were all making out and it was like a hand and you could just see hands and like the girls kept slapping the hands away and the guys kept like persisting and it's like yeah, this wouldn't work in 2020. Like, no. This would not work at no. all. And I'm yeah. excited better progressed. Yeah. Yeah. I... And even yeah. when she made the statement about, like, you know, it wasn't rape because, like, I said yes, but it was, like, not far from it. I was like... So that was assault? Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah. 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 So and then this... he didn't even... That made me, like, hate the character because then oh, yeah. he didn't even, like... <laughs> Here. He was just Here. like, oh, well, yeah, I broke it. It wasn't you. Like, I yeah. should have done this earlier. <laughs> that's that's maybe the worst part of the movie. That's it really, really, really bad. So, yeah. so his yeah. asshole, she just, she women just couldn't, you couldn't really set it up that way unless she was, like, a predator as well. And nobody wants to watch that on Hulu, like, into no. the 20-minute show, like, in a sitcom. Um, I also don't think Zoe would take a character who was a predator. And we don't want it. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> don't want, want that movie. As well. Yeah, we no, don't want that it. movie. So. On the flip side, there was a scene in the show that I really appreciated um, when Charisse, like, I think it was the first time we saw her and when a customer came in and she was like, you know, like, kind of like, aggressively hitting on him. Yes, yes. But but, um, (laughs) she didn't touch him. She did not touch him. But also Rob calls her out. She's yeah. Like, you're sexually harassed. Like, I appreciated that a lot. <laughs> the Italian stallion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's like, See, you know, I mean, there's a person right here. She wasn't like, <laughs> look at your dick swinging in the your pants or anything. It wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So, uh, so see, they just, it doesn't, the tones don't match, okay? Like, the movie no. is allowed to be a lot more dark and more, it's supposed to be like a man, a man movie. Like the, 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 I think like the, um, tagline for the book or something was like, hide this from your girlfriends or something. Cause it was supposed to like have a bunch of man secrets in it or something. That was in the article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I roll. Um, <laughs> so, so, okay. So we're introduced to the record store now. We've got Rob, Dick and Barry. I love them. <laughs> Jack Black. Jack, Rob, Dick and Barry. Jack Black is a scene stealer. Um, I think that, I think that, uh, Charisse is a good character. Um, also a scene stealer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. Yeah. Huge shoes to fill. Right. Um, and she <laughs> did a great job. Yeah. So Barry hates Belle and Sebastian. No comment. Um, uh, the next, the next one we get to Charlie, the, the next ex. Charlie, she was so she was a college girl, the cool girl. The first time I ever saw this movie, I was obsessed with Charlie. I was like, she's the best character. Me too. So, <laughs> so cool. Um, she's intimidating, and she left him for another man. Um, so, how do you feel? I guess we're going to talk about them side by side. How do you feel about uh, Charlie's kind of character 
when she comes back in the TV show as Kat. What do you think about her as a reimagined as this Instagram, uh, famous Instagram lesbian, uh, super <laughs> wonders? <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs> what do you think about it? You go cast on. Okay. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really liked the parallels of the characters. Um, I like the new Rob and um, Kat's relationship. I thought it was really funny. Um, I also loved the scene where Zoe or Rob meets her for the first time. And um, Ooh, when she's wearing the leather. She's wearing the leather and her hair is all cool and she has her septum in. Like that was such a oh, look. I love yeah. that look. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. And then the scene where um, she's standing outside the her apartment and it's raining and she's like, Cat, you, you bitch. fucking bitch. Let's work it out. Like, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was really funny. So I, yeah, I thought it was well done. And I think that if, you know, the character in 2000 would be a character nowadays and like we were in the same universe, I think she would definitely be Cat. I think they would be like either best friends, sisters, or like yeah. cousins. Yeah. Yeah. There was something there. Okay, so both of these characters cheated on on the Rob with uh, mm -hmm. another person. So Cat, uh, the Instagram person, she cheated on her with this other girl, and it's all blonde. And she and Rob's, uh, Zoe's Rob says, you know, oh, Cat likes tall. She has a thing for tall blonde white girls. So that's like another layer that you know that that. Uh, John Cusack's Rob doesn't have to think about. Like, Zoe has to think about, you know, am I racially being ignored? It, like, am I being dumped because of my race? Like, that's a totally different thing than am I being dumped because I'm an asshole? <laughs> like, so that's a whole nother segment of that show that uh, the movie doesn't even have to acknowledge, you know? Because I feel like with the first guy, the vest, I think she calls him that in, like, episode two. She's like, yeah, the vest. Um <laughs> She was like, although she wears a vest when she looks like Doug in that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> she does, she does. But it's like, it kind of just feels like she was like the exotic girlfriend in a lot of her relationships. Like especially with him, like, like yeah, when they like go back to her apartment and they do their thing, like he has tattoos too. But he's like this like douchey looking frat guy from Colorado who's like traveling and going to like uh, he climbs rocks. He's sightseeing, yeah. So it's like she kind of feels like the. Um, edgy alternative exotic you know she woman of is, color yeah. that um, he like saw and wanted to get with and I feel like that's kind of how she's fetishized a lot in the relationships that she has except for with Mac because he's like the only person of color that she dates the only black man that she dates so it's like is that a reason why some of her relationships mm. or just an asshole <laughs> a selfish she's, asshole and she's not even like I mean, besides the terrible thing she she does to ruin her main relationship, mm -hmm. I know cheating. Um, she's not even that much of an asshole when she's dating people. Like she, like w when she's with Clyde, she lets him sleep over. She lets him cuddle. He he she thinks that he d uh, ditched her in the morning. You know, um, she's kind of playful. Like kind of, she's kind of like yeah. Charlie. She's kind of <laughs> she's kind of like yeah Charlie. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool and Wait. intimidating. I can't imagine someone being more intimidating than Zoe Kravitz. So. <laughs> there isn't another person more intimidating. Maybe Naomi Campbell. Yes. Ooh, that was a good one. Yes. Yes. I see her being. The cheekbones. I cowering. Cheekbones. Yeah, they're just a little bit tighter. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit higher. Sorry, Annie. Go ahead. 
<laughs> oh no 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 i was just gonna say that like i liked the the cat like character and mm-hmm. like appreciated the you know the part of her in the story but i didn't really like the actress is that sorry oh um she just kind of fell flat for me oh okay like her performance yeah, yeah. i you know i but that's maybe just me being scared. Yeah, an actor. But everyone else her. was everyone else was so strong. And then ah, she, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Zoe Sorry. was very strong. She had a lot of highs yeah. and lows. That um, she was so good. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like if you think about Cat in the sense of like people we know in real life who are like the Instagram obsessed people who just talk and talk and talk and really have nothing interested in say, I feel like if that was the character <laughs> that she was playing, well then she did a good job because like right. she was memorable, but she wasn't like memorable and the like sea of people who ah. have like personalities instead of just like really good Instagram posts. Levels, so I don't, levels. Yeah, I don't think she was supposed to have depth or like any meaning. I think she was just supposed to look pretty and have really nice clothes and throw really good parties. So she did that. She did yeah, she, that. Okay. She did. She did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love the, the the crowds at both at both parties. Um, uh, I think we. Hey, okay. Chloe Feynman, you made it in there, girl. Is she in the? Is she in the? She's, um, the she's TV a show? SNL. Yeah. Okay. 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 Person. Mm-hmm. All right. We're a little bit out of order because I think that happens earlier in the TV show than it does happen in the movie. All right. Um, so, yeah, after that breakup, you know, he loses 15 pounds. Back to the movie now, sorry. He loses 15 <laughs> pounds. Um, he flunks out of school, which, whoa, she had the power to make him drop out of college. Um, and then he starts working at, at a record shop. Um, Laura calls, you know, she's going to come and pick up some stuff. Um, so he goes back and he's talking about the next ex, who is Sarah. Um, and that is someone who was, I love this. She was going through a breakup as well. And so they just kind of clung to each other. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, super relatable. Cause he's like, you know, we're afraid we're going to be alone forever. And we're 26 and, <laughs> and then she, she meets someone else eventually. So, uh, in the show, I'm thinking that character is kind of the, the comedian guy. Oh, yeah. Is that it? I'm not sure if they said that that he was going through a breakup. Is that Well, they cheated. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one where she was she She was was the the other other woman. woman. She she made him go through a breakup. Yeah. (laughs) And then it wasn't as fun when they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. But even then she was saying she's like, you know, I was such an asshole, blah blah blah. But but like when she walks in on the couple and they're, you know, they're arguing. She says sorry and excuses herself. She didn't like try to fight anybody or anything. Like she's not, she's not that big of an asshole. <laughs> she, I think not. her assholeness comes from her selfishness. Okay. You know, because it's like, I, I, if I am interested in someone and I see they have a significant other, I'm not going to do that to them because I wouldn't want someone to do it to me. <laughs> so I think that's kind of where her like assholeness comes from because she's just like well what about Rob like Rob wants this so why can't Rob have this I don't care that he has a girlfriend so like if I was in that situation and I was like you know Rob's best friend I'd be like yo Rob you're kind of an asshole but also mm-hmm. I'm gonna support you because yeah you're, Rob. you're my girl yeah you're my girl you're my best friend <laughs> she's very asshole light yeah okay. light asshole, asshole. <laughs> she's not that <laughs> bad she's not that bad <laughs> I relate to her in the way in a way that I, I don't really relate to John Cusack. You know? I yeah. love yeah. I love watching his performance, but I don't like 
I've never been like, oh, I, I know what that feels like. No. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to asshole like too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe we're just a little bit more mature now. You know, we got it together now. <laughs> All right. So that was Sarah. So now uh, Dick invites him to a show and he's arranging all of his records um, auto, autobiographically. So like by his life, <laughs> like when he bought them and things like that. So they're everywhere. He has a, he has a way bigger collection than uh, Zoe's Rob does. Like his is huge. Like it's, it's really enviable. Um, uh, his mom calls and she cries when she finds out that Laura left him and this is really funny in the movie, but it's not so funny in the TV show because <laughs> moms do want women to have babies and like force them to do stuff like that. So it's funny for the male, but it's sad <laughs> hearing it yeah. in the TV show. Um, uh, and then, oh, and this is where we, it, we're introduced to Lisa Vinay, Marie de Salle. Um, and she's doing a sappy Peter Frampton cover. And I love our boys to men cover that we get in oh, yeah. the TV show. So what? Good. See, what? I wrote down that I wrote down that I was like, no. It's so good. Like I have it on Spotify. <laughs> I really? I, I, might, I, wrote, I thought so the I Jonas sh- Brother did not improve the song. I, the so I, should, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't start the episode with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can. Don't call him a Jonas Brother. He's so cute. <laughs> Scottish royalty. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite. I, I don't know if he's royal, but he oh. is to me. <laughs> he's my favorite. I'm sad that I'm sad that he was a kid and <laughs> that he was only in two or three episodes. Like 19, right? Yeah. Um, that was hoping, something I wasn't expecting. You know, I was hoping he would be the main. I hope I was hoping he would be Clyde. You know, that happened to me one time. <laughs> if you see him with a backpack, you need to see some ID. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a backpack. You can't tell these days. Do you, you have like a lollipop or something? Like you need to. <laughs> it's not like the old days. It's not like the old days. You need to see some ID because they'll have full <laughs> beards. They have they'll have full beards. You need to ask. Mm-hmm. ask some it's questions. always the facial hair that gets me. It, it's always the facial hair that adds like two to five years. Yeah, and you I'm have like, to be like, have you heard yeah. of Tamagotchi? <laughs> <laughs> You know what a hit clip is. <laughs> you know what an I don't know what a Tamagotchi is. It's yeah. You heard of an iPod. Like. <laughs> iPod shuffle? <laughs> Better yet, did you ever own an iPod? Right? Yeah. My God. How many? How many? <laughs> did it have a button? Which colors? <laughs> so, yeah, so now they're watching Lisa Bonet at the concert, and she's, you know, she's amazing. And they're romanticizing what it would be like to live with a musician. You know, she wakes up and she's singing and she like puts your inside jokes in, into songs. And she asks you, you know, what you think about her songs and stuff like that. Um, Jack Blackberry uh, tells, tells her about the store and, uh, you know, Rob buys a record. Uh, then Liz calls and Rob is, Rob is mad that she changed, I guess. Like she used to have pink hair. Now she like likes her job and like, you know, she's grown up. She's matured basically is what he's upset about. Um, And, you know, she's basically telling him that he's kind of staying in one place. He's kind of stagnant. He's not maturing at the same rate that she is, which makes me sad that they end up together because did he really, (laughs) I mean, I guess he, 
was nicer, but I don't know if you like matured. I don't know how you. I didn't like the ending. <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. That's not how I remember this ending. It's sweet. <laughs> like I love the. I don't know if that's the final scene, but I love when when Jack Black is serenading everybody and they're you know finally being sweet. But I don't know. That if, was a good part. Yeah, I like that part. It's and not, I was kind. Of, I was upset that the show didn't do that. To be honest, for Charisse. I wanted to see more. Uh, Charisse. Yes, yes. She just yeah. had a little moment, a little moment of her yeah. with her guitar. Yeah, justice for Charisse because she like even. You know, I, I didn't get to watch it that closely today, uh, the last couple of episodes, but she, like, puts up her sign, right, that she wants a band, and then, like, doesn't a guy come in, and he, like, looks at he looks at it, and he's like, I want to talk to Charisse, and then, like, they point at Charisse, and then he leaves? Didn't yeah. that happen? Yeah. <laughs> so is, 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 it's a physical thing, like, because of what she looked like? I think, I think it's because she was a black woman. I mean, that's what I got when I watched it. That's what I got too. Me and I, too, yeah. And like, that's very, like, that's like a realistic thing that would happen, but it really pisses me off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's realistic, but I don't know if, if, if we needed our heart broken like that. But on, <laughs> Absolutely. On the TV show. Especially if you're not going to let her sing at the end. Oh, I know. Yeah, she got a little moment. Did she ever get a band together? She, the well, kids that stole the yeah. um, the record and stuff, those two punks. She gets to work with them. They start recording together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Which so I think it happens like that in really the movie good. as well, but kind of different. Mm. Maybe we'll get a season two? That's and, what I was hoping for, because it leaves the door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they get renewed. Um, and Because it's still a good show. Like, I hope they get renewed. It's not a, you know, there's so many bad shows that get renewed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Who's watching Big Bang Theory besides my mom? Why is it? Why do they have eleven <laughs> seasons or whatever? Wait, that one's still going on forever. I think they have like spinoffs. My mom loved. There's like Young Sheldon. Like, <laughs> oh my god, my mom loves it. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but I think Barry. He, I think he has an adult band. Uh, Jack Black. I think he has he an does. adult band. But they um. Rob from the 2000 film releases the um, album, the EP or the mixtape or the four track something uh-huh. that the um, thieves make. And he yeah. releases it through his, um, his record <laughs> label. I, I love both sets of thieves in the 2000s yeah. and then the tw- 2020s. It's like two parts of counterculture and they both look really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do do do. Jack Black. Yeah. Okay. So um now they're at the record store and they're being music snobs they're being really elitist because they don't want to sell uh that stevie wonder the very popular stevie wonder record Mm -hmm. to that guy for his uh his daughter's birthday um they're they're saying that it's not a good song that it's like too cheesy is the point that they're trying to make and and you know they're calling stevie wonder a great artist but saying that he like sold out, I guess is what they're trying to say, which is bullshit because all Stevie Wonder songs are good. Even the happy birthday, that is our official black anthem of a birthday song. Yep. Um, <laughs> but the, the way that this is reimagined in 2020 further illustrates that, that Rob, that Zoe's Rob is, is not an asshole in this essay. I will. Um, because like, 
<laughs> they're being music snobs kind of they're not they're not selling uh a um, michael jackson album to this to this woman but they're doing it because of morals they're saying you know is it you know she, she's saying something like oh okay we can sell it because quincy jones is on it and he didn't know he was working with you know someone who molested children or might have molested children whatever and uh, and um and then she brings up the fact that oh Sharice, well how can you say that we can't sell it sell it if you still listen to kanye west blah 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 and she's like well he has mental health issues and then she's like we well, don't think that michael jackson had mental health issues so this is more about morality than it is about them being like elitist and like looking down on um people who like popular music so because even later in the episode or later on in the season when um rob goes and she has the opportunity to get all of those records for twenty dollars and she even meets the husband let's talk about it let's talk future ex-husband and he is an ass like he is an asshole like persona yeah. there's that's your my favorite character. episode that's my, yeah. favorite, that's my favorite yeah. episode go yeah talk so about it. it's i just feel like you know it's kind of in a in a way kind of commentary on the um on the film because it's like they wouldn't sell that guy the record because they felt like it was just like a cheesy track and whatever 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 but in the show she's like she's explaining why she didn't take the guy's records and she's like music is for everyone Mm-hmm. regardless of if you're an asshole or if you know this or that and like i think they even touched on it in the um article that we read uh but i thought that was really cool because it's like if i was in rob's shoes i would take all of those records like mm-hmm. don't care that guy was an asshole he was dismissive to me he tried to act like i didn't know shit like fuck that guy yeah. but you know i i do think that it speaks to rob's character and i do think that it kind of speaks to like the difference between the movie and the show and kind of how both Robs are different from each other. Because I feel like Rob in the, the movie would have bought the record for $20. Absolutely. <laughs> like, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like Rob in the movie is the guy that they were stealing their records from. I feel like that's who he would have grown up to be. Grown up to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Probably. But that is my favorite episode because it's so there's something really refreshing about watching her talk her music shit and like um just like the, the passion with which she's saying it and like just her knowledge and it's like i feel like um that is something that is usually usually reserved for male characters like to just be so i mean the guy is being mansplaining right because he's not listening to what she's saying but she's like taking she's like you know having an actual conversation um whereas he just like is ignoring what she's saying or says exactly what she just said or that's such a good scene and then she just like tells him off i feel like personally she should have i feel like i feel like since they made us see what's what a dick that guy was the guy who owns the records i feel like they would have been okay with her actually buying it like i feel like we wouldn't have thought and wouldn't have assumed she was a bad person because of right. that because they they gave us that moment to see how bad he was um and she's a business owner like she needed those records i feel <laughs> like <laughs> i thought that would have really helped but we but from that we do get that really sweet moment of clyde stealing the the record so that is sweet as well because she got what she wanted ultimately. She got um, that right. And she's that's so what excited she really about wanted. it. Yeah, yes. she was so happy. And yeah. he's like, I've never seen anyone look at something like that. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. This is a good <laughs> moment. 
And I just barely liked Clyde, but that made me like their relationship even more because they had a, a good bond going. That's a good episode with Parker yeah. Posey. Yeah. Parker <laughs> uh, Posey. Parker Posey, yes. We love you. Which is funny because I thought that the girl at the end of the movie was Parker Posey at first when I was watching it. And I was like, oh, they kind oh, of the girl that he... The short, the short hair. Oh, the, really the journalist. The journalist, yes. right? Okay, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a really good episode, though. So, yeah, okay. So, they're mu- so we're going back to the movie now. They're, they're being music snobs. Um, okay, now Liz calls and uh, Laura, I cannot read my own handwriting. Liz calls about something. That's Joan, Joan Cusack. Um, and basically Liz, Liz is kind of, and it's funny that they're siblings, but Liz is kind of the brother character in, in, the, in the TV show. So she's yeah. basically, you know, friends with Laura and telling us the other side of their relationship. Um, so... Now he goes to see, oh, Marie DeSalle is in the store and they're playing her album and she's wearing a really cool blue cowboy hat. Um, and Rob is still, oh, Liz, Laura said something about an Ian. That's what that word said, Ian. Mm-hmm. So there's some other person uh, who's, who's with Laura. And, you know, in the, in the TV show, we have a Lily. There's some other guy who's with Mac. Main what fucking Lily girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, that was great. Yeah. yeah, he's like, she lives in an Ianless universe. Is basically what he's saying. Um, <laughs> so he ends up finding like a letter with Ian's address on it or something, and he's like imagining Lauren Ian having all this sex. Um, the fantasies in, in the movie are really really funny. <laughs> the fantasies. <laughs> And they're usually always about Ian, the fantasies. I like that. Um, so, I, I, I did think that the guy with the ponytail was supposed to be Ian. Yeah. Yeah. In, wait, in wait. the TV show. In the oh, TV show. I see that. Okay. Or maybe like a blend. Okay. But like a lot more into music. Because I think that the Ian in TV show was, or in the movie was like a hippie. Yeah. 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 Maybe and like also, a blend of both of them. They look alike, yeah. Have so, you guys seen Tiger King? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, does Ian not look like Doc Antle? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yes. When I was watching this movie, I could not stop thinking about Tiger King because of that. I was like, Carol Baskin. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, their husband. husband whacked him. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> Great song. Great yes. Song. Wait. Okay, you'll have to tell me after. I don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> it's a song. It's a really good song. We'll we'll send it. To well, you. yeah. Well, that can open the episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do do do. Liz come. Wait, no. Now he's imagining Laura and them fucking. Then Liz comes into the uh, the record store and she just like screams at him that he's a asshole. Yeah, and and then he leaves and he's like. Oh wait, wait, wait! Now he goes back. To, now he goes back to, to. We don't even explain that. Now he goes back to another ex, Jackie Alden, who was casual. And then he's like, "Well, actually, I didn't even. She doesn't even matter. I just didn't want you in the top five. But now Laura's in the top five. And so um, we go back to when they meet. So he was a DJ, and he met Laura when he was DJing. Um, but in the TV show, they didn't meet when she was DJing. They met when at a um, bar through the brother. Brother, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Um, uh, he asks her her name and she, he's like, come back next week. I'll make you a tape, which is really, that's really. Cause he waited outside the club to like, yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh, the early 2000s. I know. Imagine the time and the thought and like a playlist is still, that'd be a really sweet gift still, but like a tape or something. So you have to put work into that. Ex- yeah. And you I love sit down and do all the stuff. Yeah, you have to press buttons. It's not just yeah. like search. It's like you have to record it. You have to record it. Yeah, wild. Um, do you remember recording your 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 like cell phone ringers? Like you have to be like yes. Shh, to record this on the <laughs> on the radio. So I can or like having to record on VHS, like different like yes. shows because you weren't gonna be home to watch them. So you had to like set it up to record, and then sometimes you would have to record over stuff, and it would just, like, blend together when you're watching it. Yes. The worst pain is somebody recording over your TV show. Like, who taped over Moesha? (laughs) We're fighting. Who? The, the character that Robin meets in the club. Is she Robin? or is... I think she's Roberta. Oh, I thought it was Robin. Is it Robin? In the show? Yeah. It's Robin. Yeah. It's oh, Robin. my bad. They just oh. call her Roberta. He calls her Roberta when they're on the way to the hospital because he's trying to get her attention. He's like, Robin. Oh, my bad. I just Roberta. clung to that. Oh, Roberta. Okay, Robin. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, Robin meets, um, what's his name? Zane? That's who she meets in the club. Sorry, I just wanted to say. We just Max? skipped him. No. Zane. Who is Zane? The, the, um, the Simon. Dick Simon. with hair. Simon. Oh, Simon. We did skip Simon. <laughs> I get Zane. We did kind of skip Simon because I don't know who he relates to in the movie. I mean, I he's, he's another Dick. Another storyline I really liked. Yes. He's Dick, but she never, or, uh, <laughs> John, John Cusack never dates Dick, so that doesn't really work. But yeah, he is Dick. And I, I, that's like the second time that we see her supposedly being an asshole. But you weren't an asshole there, sweetie. Like, he just yeah. is gay. And yeah. wait, like, and even then, like, even if he hurts you, you let him work with you, like your best friend. So you didn't, you didn't, like, you him the situation or, really well. Yeah. I yeah. just realized something, too, because I hadn't seen the movie or the show before this. Um, <gasps> really? And I, oh, and okay. I, and I wrote down that I thought Dick was in love with John Cusack. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could totally go. He could have been both. But yeah, in yeah, love with the girl and like yeah. Rob. Yeah. I like Dick but a lot. But I felt like prolific. I was like, oh my God, I've called it. <laughs> <laughs> Dick a lot? What? Yeah. I like, I like that character a lot. <laughs> like that. Yeah. He's very, I like when he, when there, when he was like putting out all the records, he's like, do you want me to help you? I can just like put my stuff down. I can. Even though he had plans, he, like, really wanted to – he's very sheepish. I like that. Um, so, yeah, so he makes he makes Laura the tape, and he waits for her to come back the next week. Like, ugh, dating – and that's probably why dating was so, so much more um, easier to do, I guess, is because if, if you didn't – if you didn't make your move, you might never see them again. <laughs> like, so right. maybe that's yeah. why people cared more. Because now that we're, like, always connected – People can swing, sling you along for however long they want to. I think, I feel like dating back in the day was a lot better because of the anticipation. Like everything wasn't so easily accessible. You couldn't just like text someone you liked or call them or just like, like hit yeah. them up whenever, they might wherever. Not be home. Right. And now we have like phones and social media and like different platforms we can talk to people on. And it's like, it kind of takes away that like exciting yeah. anticipation that kind of just like builds up like, 
your likeness for someone, I guess. Right? I could buy your OnlyFans. I could see you naked right now if I wanted to. Like, everything's different. I I could literally know what your naked body looks like before I see you in person and have a conversation with you. Yeah, it's crazy. You can literally see somebody naked before you hear their voice. (laughs) And that's just the world we live in now. Yeah, it's too much. I see what you eat for dinner every day. I know all your friends. Like, I just, I know too much. There's no mystery. I'm overexposed. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. but here he like Aww. made her this tape and he like yeah. her and he like uh, he like screamed outside <laughs> that other girl's door in the rain like <laughs> um so hot they loved it right this in the movie it is always raining um, like that bothered me a little bit i can't stand the rain maybe that'll open the window we have open the uh, episode yeah. <laughs> that, i think that was in both I think that was in both. At the very beginning in both, yeah. Okay, okay. That was in both um, the stiff the stiff fingers, stiff little fingers, I guess, that the, the Green Day Inspiration Band was in both. Uh, that Stevie Wonder song was in both. We uh, went back. Was in both, yeah. <laughs> yeah, M- Michael was like, she listens to the same music as... I was like, yeah, it's probably like... <laughs> it's a remake. <laughs> Aww. But she also listened to Frank Ocean. Like, they stepped it up. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. The you listen, in the Janet Jackson. Jan- yeah. John Cusack did not listen to Janet Jackson. No. I guess... Did. A lot of Marvin Gaye, though. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. Lenny Kravitz doesn't exist in this universe. Oh, well, that'd be weird. That's my dad. Like, I don't you know. You know what? I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like he would have to exist in this universe as Rob's dad because it's still... Like, I still... He's so dead. He's no, dead. I, I can't stop thinking about the fact that Rob would not be able to afford her New York apartment. Wow. You're so about. right. And that that is it too. it boggles me. Thing. It boggles my mind. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Even so as like, like humble as it was, that's a cool couple million right there. Like, I'm like, <laughs> Lenny York, is yeah. definitely Rob's dad too. It's just yeah. like his <laughs> he sends money to like that nobody knows about. Like Zoe Kravitz exists in this world and has no idea who Rob is. Because they're like exactly. sisters, yeah. Yes, I love that's this. my theory. That's my um. <laughs> Her closet's just Chanel bags. I like. like... That. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. She's just playing the poor little rich like. Uh huh. It's so well, so well. Works at a store. Oh, store. Such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quirky. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all those tattoos alone would be so expensive unless she has, like, a, a friend who right. does them. And they're good tattoos. They're, they're good. Are. Tiny Everybody tattoos are so dry. hard to get. Nobody wants to do tiny tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I loved all the ones nope. on her fingers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the Justin tattoo. I like the tattoo. snake. Little cute snake. That's money right there. Okay. Um. So that jacket? <laughs> the jacket. Uh, all yes. right. Um. Okay, okay. so... We haven't talked about that yet, but I love that in both the film and the TV show, they both have the iconic, infamous leather jacket, the long, like, trench coat Yes. Super cool. Like, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, apparently they had a lot of the same, I don't know if it was the exact same clothes that John was wearing, like, like the one that he wore, but she had his clothes, a couple shirts and stuff. I have pictures of that, yeah. She looks, looks very effortless, very cool, yeah. you know. Very much like what uh, the act, what what Zoe would Zoe, wear, yeah, yeah, street fashion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so now we're at the point where he's he's saying, you know, 
he's trying to explain why Laura yelled at him, but why Liz yelled at him. Um, and he's saying like the things that Laura could have told him. He's like, it could be any two of these four things. First, I cheated on her, <laughs> which we never, we never really got an explanation as to why he cheated or who it was even. I don't think. Because men just cheat. That's just yeah, the he, thing men do. Just cheated. I cheated. Cheat. Just cheated. I cheated. Cheat. 